0: I was handed a note that it's only fitting that I share it with you because uh, before, shortly, I don't know exactly when this happened, but before Sheikha took ill in India, she sent a greeting, and this is what she said. She said, I am sending you good energy, my support and love. It will be okay. There is power above us. You are on my mind constantly. Take good care, Sheikah. So I share that with you because that is really her. You know, um, I think it's only fitting. um, The title of the sermon today is Take a Breath. And this week has been a very challenging week, as we have lost many dear loved ones that have contributed in this community of their time, their talents and their presence. And our theme for the month is the month of, uh, is about being resilient. And I remember back when I sang in the choir and played in a band that um, the music many times would require us as players or as singers to hold a a note longer than what we could possibly do. And yet, we were taught to mindfully stagger that note so that when we take a breath, the sound would appear to be uninterrupted. And eventually, all of us were told we would get to breathe and the music would stay strong and vibrant. And so I can't help but think in our life that every one of us needs to remember the advice of the music. To take a breath and that the rest of the chorus or the community will step in and step up and sing. The band will play and we can rejoin others so we can breathe together. And together we can sustain a long and beautiful song for a very long time. And most importantly, we don't have to do it alone. We must add our voice to the song. But we don't need to be there by ourselves. So a year ago, it seems such At times, just like yesterday, I stood before you, having just recently arrived back in the States from South Africa, and I invited you to go on a journey with me, and I promised you that in this journey together, we would learn together, we would mourn together, we would grow together, and we would learn to be together and to work together. In this past year, we have learned to grow together. We have been together through sorrow, loss of loved ones, some plans, some unexpected. And we've learned how to work together and to solve conflicts and how to communicate ideas and feelings. And through it all, we become stronger as a community and each of you have become stronger as individuals, as your own spirituality and sense of community has risen, and your commitment to this congregation and to the community of Peoria has also risen. When I think of our remaining months together, I would ask that we continue to listen to each other, continue to support each other, continue to be resilient together, and to look for ways in which we continue to strengthen and be a source of comfort to one another. One of the great blessings I find in our Unitarian faith is the fact that the strength of our faith is in the community where we come together support one another listen to each other and learn from each other that is a real blessing of being a Unitarian Universalist we are heading into times that will call each of us to stand up to raise our voices against that which we find wrong in our community in our government but learning to draw from the resilience that we have begun to build as a community will give us a source of comfort, a source of strength, and we will get through these times and through these months and through the coming years. But today, I invite each of you to sit back, to take a breath, and to celebrate the successes that you have brought about in this past year. You know, one of the points of interim ministry is we have five areas that we strive to work on. Heritage, leadership, connections, our mission, and our future. And in heritage, we we, strive to look at our history to give you a, a greater appreciation of those who have gone before and the strength that has gone into shaping this community in which we have. And one of the most exciting things around Heritage that we did together was we constructed a timeline and each of you had an opportunity to go on that timeline and to put the time when you came into this church. But more than that, You had an opportunity to look at it and to recognize that this congregation was here before the Civil War, survived through both World Wars, Korean War, Vietnam War, and all of the other things. And I know many of you came to me and that gave you such a sense of appreciation and connection to those who have gone on before. So I applaud you for celebrating your history, for beginning to be connected to the lives and events that have helped to shape not only Peoria, but have helped to shape this community. Leadership. One of the most exciting things as we look. And each of you gave names of people that you thought could be on a, serve on a search committee, and together the board and the executive team took your advice and came up with a, a slate of seven people. And as I look at those seven people, we have many of them the first time that have been in any kind of leadership position. And so because of your foresight and your desire to put people on a slate, that could speak for you, but also could have the opportunity to grow and develop as young leaders. We have an outstanding search team and they are doing a wonderful job. And I hope that you take the time to thank them and celebrate with them as they're now in that long, but most important home stretch, as they are interviewing candidates and trying to find just the right candidate who can continue the work that you've done and continue to be a blessing to you and you a blessing to them. And so you have grown in leadership and many of these people that are serving on that committee are learning great skills. And I can see them stepping off of that committee and becoming leaders in this congregation so what a blessing and an opportunity that you have granted, that you have allowed others to, set, to step up and to feel a great need. That is worth celebrating, and that is developing leadership. Your mission. This has been an ongoing process with us as we've worked together. If you recall that we had two things. We first had an opportunity to sit down and... and uh, be with Keith Cron on a beyond categorical thinking to kind of think about possibilities. And then we also had a time to sit back and you looked into group and you thought about the future and the things that you wanted for this congregation and you wanted for yourself and you wanted in this building and many other things. And those were compiled and out of both of those experiences and also a survey that you many of you had an opportunity to participate in, a, a, a viewpoint of this congregation was put together. Something that potential candidates could look at. And it was done in such a way that it was full of integrity. Listing your strengths and listing your opportunities in a truthful way. And I applaud you for that. We'll have some more fun opportunities to continue on some of the mission work. I invite you to come to a workshop the end of March, which is all about true colors, which is kind of a fun thing. And we'll also have an opportunity to work, to talk about true colors, what our colors might be, but also a chance to look at the assets in this congregation, the people, the building, and to do a kind of an asset map so that you can begin to realize that we really are blessed with abundance here and not with scarcity. Abundance of people who are committed, abundance of people who believe in this congregation, abundance of talent, of people who come together. And so as we map that out, you too will begin to appreciate and understand the uniqueness of this community. Connections. Many of you have been involved in this community and have done great work. And there are two projects coming up that give us an opportunity to connect as a congregation. One of them is the Get Out to Vote project. And, um, and the other one, which just started with a few, is Becoming a welcoming place where a transgender can feel welcome to come into our, this building together and even if comfortable, feeling comfortable to come and worship with us. Both of these projects are a way of this community reaching out. And I applaud you for your efforts in that behalf that will begin to bless you in ways that you can't even imagine. And then we look at future. And I see a bright future for you. And there's always the possibility that maybe the right candidate might not come along and people would ask, would you stay? And I would love to stay. But when I came here, I've always tried to put you first in what is best for you. And if we came to that scenario, I think it would be good for you to have another interim. And I can't look into my crystal ball and find out how this is all going to turn out. But I do know because of the good work that you have done and the search committee has done, and because of your resilience, however it turns out will be the way that it is meant to be and will be a new opportunity for you to continue to grow, continue to develop, continue to be the strength which you are in this community. So trust the process and know that it is a good one and that your interests are being heard. And there is great thought going in to how this unfolds. So. Where do we go from here? As we continue to work together, I ask you to continue to listen to each other, continue to learn from each other. And as we begin another annual campaign shortly in the months ahead, I ask you to remember to be generous. Generosity is a blessing and an opportunity for those of us to give. Amount that we give does not matter, but it is a way in which we can say, I am thankful for this community and for what it gives to me. And so may each of you learn to be generous and as that time comes, give so that we can continue on to be and have what we do here. The last Saturday of this month is is a fundraiser but it actually is a fun f u n raiser. And Nancy Taylor and a committee have been working hard and this is an opportunity to come together. They listened to many of you who said, "Oh, I I want some experiences." And so there's opportunities to come and and sign up for many wonderful experiences. And I invite you to come and enjoy that, enjoy the fellowship but also enjoy the fact that we're raising money for the church. As I mentioned earlier, you'll have a Saturday workshop the end of March called True Colors, and I invite you to come and discover what your color is. But also come and have the opportunity to look as we map out the assets of this congregation, and I don't mean financial, that's a part of it, but I mean people and talents and time and all the other things which sometimes we don't consider as assets. And then I invite you to, if things work out, to show up the last week in April. You'll have the opportunity to meet and greet a candidate at many opportunities that will be planned and put together for you where you can ask questions. And I invite you to do that. You know, in these times of pain and feelings of doubt, I invite you to continue to draw upon resilience. As I look at the timeline and where we've come from, resilience is in the DNA of this congregation. And it's in each of you. I see it in the work. I see you showing up. I see any time that we have a need goes out from the caring committee that people step up to the plate and want to serve and I thank you. Linda and I as ministers could not do this work without you, without your support, without your love, without you showing up, and you do so, and I applaud you for that. So my commitment has been what it always is. I'm committed to serve you, committed to do the best that I can And to help you prepare for whatever the future might be. Whether it be a settled minister, whether it be another interim. So that when I leave on June 30th, you can rejoice, some of you. (laughs) But, just kidding. (laughs) But that we can rejoice together and celebrate the work that we have done together because that's what an interim transition time is about. I know we've had moments of disagreement and I know we've had moments of, of flutter and furry and all the other things that go with that, but that is a good thing because that helps us to be strong. That causes us to listen to each other. It causes us to build our resilience and more importantly, It helps us to love each other truly. So, resilience is not a solo project. We're in this together. Our UU voice can put it, our our mortal fiber is equal to all demands. It's the ultimate we-can-do-it theology. And yet, At our best, we don't stop there. We say two things at the same time. You can do it, but you don't have to do it on your own. Remember those folk sayings that hold up an image of a tree being able to bend with the wind and how they end with a message about resilience, resting our ability to flex and to bend. But for us as you use, another kind of learning is just as important the practice of leaning on those next to us. Yes, bend with the wind we say, but also remember that no one makes it through the windstorms alone. It's all a reminder that while resistance has a lot to do with what's inside, it equally depends on what is between us. We are indeed a people of resilience, Forget solo act, think community. We survive our pain by having the strength to tell others about it, and we find the courage to make our way through the dark only when we sense we are not alone. Internally and individually, grit only gets us so far. Empathy, assurance, and love from others gets us the rest of the way. Resilience has everything to do with the water within which we swim and the web of connections that surround us. So I invite you to look around as much as to look within. Let's let up on all the grin and bear it talk and instead grab the hand that is reaching out our way. Let's help each other remember that resilience arises not so much when we dig deep, but when we remember we don't have to do it all on our own. Take a breath. Celebrate your success. Celebrate who you are and who we are as a community here in Peoria and the work that we have done in the work that is still left to be done. I salute you. I thank you for the opportunity to serve you. May be so. Amen. Join our closing hymn, which is on uh, 1015 in the Teal Hymnal.